Welcome to the Whiskey After Work podcast. This is where booze meets business. I'm Doug Shaw, owner of Peach State Business Brokers and Advisors. And I'm Melissa Hergert, owner of Brain Train Centers. We are serial entrepreneurs that love to learn from other successful professionals and love to drink whiskey. Hello, Melissa. <laughs> Hi, are we starting? Yes. We're, we're on. Back. Oh my gosh. We're back. Yeah, we're back. I'm not back. I'm here for the first time. You here are. for the first time. That's right. You are. Um, we're going to actually have a guest this week. Yes, a legit guest. Yeah, very legit. Um, we mentioned that he would be on this time. Uh, this is Brandon Addison from Low T Nation, our gracious host in the Not So Lone Wolf Studios. Tell of two wolves. Yes. yes. Yeah. They're both inside of me. That's right. No, That's one right. of those is me. Well, it explains it, what I said before. <laughs> uh, the two wolves inside of me, one is retarded. <laughs> the uh, other one. That's the one you feed. The other one is also retarded. <laughs> uh, I'll start out by saying ever. the opinions expressed right. here are. Yeah, that's the first uh, time I've ever heard it told me that way. Me and, like uh, and uh, nobody else. So. <laughs> If you're easily offended, probably move on. <laughs> Don't to listen. Podcast. Do not listen. Um, we'll get in a little <laughs> deeper here in a minute with our guest. I needed to hit a couple of things real quick. Um, did not realize that Spotify will not let me see who my followers are. Oh. So um, if you have signed up as a follower, and I put this out on both the LinkedIn page and the Facebook page, um, if you've signed up as a follower on Spotify, um, please send me an email to whiskeyafterworkpodcast at gmail.com and let me know. I still want to give away a bottle of um, Heaven's Door mm-hmm. straight bourbon whiskey, the one Yum. we talked about last episode. And, uh, of course, only to somebody who's 21 or over. Yes, and, um, and has subscribed. And has followed us on Spotify. So with that being said, that's out of the way. Send me... Send me an email, and uh, we'll get you on the list, and we'll do a drawing, and it uh, should be fun. Um, yeah, so today is, our guest is Brandon Addison of Low T Nation. Um, I know a little bit about him. seems like I know a lot about him, and then nothing about him. Mm-hmm, and, uh, mm-hmm. I know that uh, <clears throat> he's a Marine. Thank you yep. for your service. Yes, thank Civil you. War era, pretty much. But <laughs> it's been a minute, but yeah. <laughs> Um, and I, I know that uh, he owns Low T Nation, and I know uh, know his family. We know Amanda. Yes. We know Tammy. Yes. Um, we know the crew here in the office. And uh, other than that, I really don't know a whole lot about you, Brandon. So I'll let you introduce yourself. All right. So Georgia kid um, moved around a lot, but ended up back in Georgia, and um, graduated high school early was in the marine corps literally when i was when i was 17 years old and it was good for me i needed it at the time but i got out and i became an it nerd and then i did um, a little bit of real estate at the worst possible time when the when the economy fell apart here so i got back into it doing internet marketing and then um, kind of specialized in the medical space and a guy that owned a testosterone clinic about eight years ago picked me up just to market him, and I fell in love with the model. So about a year later, um, I had sold off what little that company was and started what was the the first version of Low T Nation. It's, it's evolved a lot since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are. Now we're actually a full-blown consulting service 
it's called cash-based clinics that um, I'm actually spending most of my time with and we're teaching other doctors how to um, employ all these cash services get off all the you know the hamster wheels actually treat patients that they want to treat you know with the services that they want to treat with and kind of become the you know the master of their own destiny so cool. I love it well I want to dive into a little bit on your personal life and then uh, what I really want to dig into low T nation because I don't feel like the name tells everything mm. that you guys do. Right. And um, so I guess that you were born in South Carolina, but it wasn't long before you got to Georgia. And Seneca's yeah. not far from no, not far from the Georgia We line. just went across the line just to, for the hospital and came back. So I was born there, but I, I what, grew up is here. Is that Oconee? Oconee Memorial? Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yep. So where'd you grow up? Here in Cobb County? No, it was in Tacoa. Oh. So a little town outside is. of Tacoa. Like Tacoa is tiny, but it has a suburb called East Denali, and uh, it still has like 800 people there. What? Yeah. That's south or north? I don't even know. Tacoa is kind of a famous town. Um, uh, to who? To anybody that knows history at all. That's <laughs> where Curahy is, isn't <laughs> it? Isn't that where the Band of Brothers did their training? It's close. Oh. It's really close. Yep, Band of Brothers, the, uh, the really cool show from, oh, God, it's been like 10 years. Mm -hmm. That was... Uh, based on stories from there right and also it was where the uh, Tacoa Falls dam broke mm. you know about that and it flooded the Tacoa Falls college and like killed a bunch of kids oh time. gosh that was forever ago my Jeez. granddad was actually the head of the the rescue effort that happened so I know a lot about it because it's wow. family, you know news but yeah there's a lot going on up there wow yeah that's not true there's nothing going on up there. yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> it was, and it is it is way the hell up there too it really yeah. is I see yeah. um Heard rumors that uh, you played volleyball a couple of times. Yeah, long time ago again. Um, but I played. I got to. It was nice. I got to go around the country and play some, and um, still have great friends. You know that we played with. We all get around and talk about what we used to do. Mm -hmm. You know we don't play anymore because mm -hmm. things hurt now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my hobby um, for about ten years. Nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, you got a son, I think he's probably about the same age as my youngest one. Mm -hmm. He'll be 21, 22. Yeah. Oh, my age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, he'll get you for lying just like he will for stealing, Melissa. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's 22. He's welding primarily now and mm -hmm. loves it. He just absolutely loves it, yeah. you know. Now, you're an adventure guy. You're always traveling in that, too. And I Try um, to. Now yeah. I was thinking about it because um, your son's Jack. Jackson. Jackson. Mm -hmm. Now I was thinking about it. When he turned 21, he took him on that fishing trip yeah. down to Cabo San Lucas. Right. This fool literally caught a marlin on his 21st yeah. birthday. I thought I remember seeing pictures what of that. Jerk. Wow. You know what a money, jerk. You know how much money <laughs> I spent trying to catch a marlin and I had to catch one? <laughs> yeah. A bunch of my friends told him that. They're like, man, I've been trying to catch one for 10 years. And what? This jerk would be like, he said, he literally was like, I'll catch you one next time I go. Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. I love him. But no, he, it was a, it was nice to be able to do that. It was, it was fun to watch it. For sure. That's cool. Mm -hmm. Very so cool. I'm reading, I'm reading notes. His wife, yeah, you are. Sent me some notes. And I knew a few of these things. I do remember the Marlin pictures that you're showing me. So she sent you notes. Oh, uh -huh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. So there, there's some interesting there, ones here. Yeah. <laughs> You guys got married in Prague. Uh, that's mm -hmm. a that was a trip I was supposed to take, and COVID hit and didn't get to mm. go. But that's kind of cool. I really want to visit Prague at some point. But the one that really has got me going here is um, she said you love to cook, and I knew that. 
But she said you almost won America's Next Food Network star. No, I almost got on the show. I definitely didn't almost win it. I went and uh, interviewed. They have a process, and they were interviewing down to like 16 contestants, either actual chefs or home chefs wow. at the last second. So we, they told us, like, they told all of us that made the cut, but then they went with all the actual chefs. Mm. So they didn't go so to home chefs. You show could have been wow. the one telling us to go to Flavortown. Maybe. Because I think that's how Guy Fieri got started. Yeah. He, was, uh, wow. he, won, yeah. he won that first contest. One, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, I've met him twice. He's actually like a super nice guy. Yeah, I had a, I had a friend that does a lot in that space and uh, works with a pretty famous person from this area, and I'm not allowed mm-hmm. to say who his name is or anything, but he said when he met him, he was like, as soon as he met him, he was like, what's up, bro? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The old fist bump, acted just like he does on TV. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. I've seen that guy around the square. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, during COVID, you, you guys kind of really took the remote work thing to mm-hmm. a whole new level. And I know you're a traveler, but you went down to Ecuador and did the whole, didn't you go do like Galapagos and all that stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a little bit after COVID actually. Like during COVID we traveled like crazy and travel was tough, but Mexico was amazing. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple of places um, in Cabo where we go and they were like the, it was easy to get in and out. You didn't, um, didn't have to have the vaccine to move. And this was before it was really, you know, the vaccines were even a debatable thing. You mm-hmm. know, early on it wasn't debatable, mm-hmm. you know, and then it became a debate. Mm-hmm. But we went down there and like they were just like, you had to take a PCR to get back. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was and the it. resort we were at, they were so smart because the country would only let them be like 40% occupied. Right. So they're like, we'll give you $35,000 insurance if you test positive and have to stay. But they've got 60% of their rooms just sitting there. It was free. Right. It didn't cost them anything. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So we did that. And then, yeah, we went to Ecuador. It was an amazing trip. We're actually going back um, for a month in a couple of weeks or a few weeks. Um, but the country locked down while we were there. They had the, the, you know, the government raised the price of gas. And the people over there, the indigenous people, they live on very, very thin margins. So it put them in a bad spot. So they literally revolted. And, like, when mm. they revolt, they're good at it. Mm. Like, for instance, you can't even the military won't come rescue you because what happens is the military will be going down these roads and over here there's there's a million roads to get where you want. Well, over there there's one. Right. And you get there and there's like a road that way and a road that way. So there's only one one way in and out. So what they would do if the military is going down this road, they'll knock a bunch of trees down. So the military has to stop for a while, like wow. you know, an hour or so to clean those trees out. Well, by the time they've got it done, there's more trees ahead of and behind them so wherever they go they're just booking and then wow. the to the point that the police and the military don't even try they're just like we can't get you i mean we called the embassy and they're like can't get you you know what? thank goodness i had a business colleague whose office manager works remote and she lives in quito she lives in the capital city of ecuador and her brother works at the airport and knows a guy with a helicopter like that's wow. how we got that's out. We how had to you got out. A helicopter to take us to the airport. Wow! But it's still best trip of my life. I loved it. Sounds it pretty awesome. I, I learned though. so much. I I had never heard of a roof dog before. <laughs> What's that? These, the roof dog. Yeah. Oh, this is great. These dogs just run around. The, we were up in the the volcanic area. Mm-hmm. This place called San Pablo de Lago, 
And um, there's just a million wild dogs running around. Right. You know, and they figured out these ways. The ways the homes are built, a lot of the stairs are on the exterior of mm. the home that goes up to the top. Mm. So to get a better vantage point, all the dogs just run up on top of the houses and look over what? and kind of like see where their boys are hanging out or see what's going on. But mm. you just walk down the street. And I'm not talking a few. There's like hundreds of dogs on like a one or two mile walk like Whoa. on these rooftops out there. That's it's incredible. crazy. Yeah, it's wild. It sounds cool. Yeah. It was such a good trip. And Galapagos, I mean, you'll see stuff there you won't see anywhere else in right. the world, right? We got to, like, touch those big turtles that was, like, the size of a car. Wow. You know, the tortoises? Like, yeah. That was pretty cool. And we went to Tortuga, Tortuga Bay, which, no kidding, we saw, like, 200 sea turtles, like, at wow. once. Wow. You know? Like, That's You don't cool. see that anywhere else in the world. So no. It was, it was really cool. Very cool. Mm-hmm. My life is so boring. Right. I saw turtles in Hawaii recently. Yeah. But not that many. No. No. Yeah. They're kind of, they're, uh, they're awesome animals. They are. Yeah. I mean, the tortoises are boring. They're just like, right? well, they're also like 150 years old, right? So right. it wasn't mad at them for being boring. <laughs> right. But those sea turtles are cool. They're living the life. Oh, yeah. 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 I always think of the one from, uh, <clears throat> what was it, Finding Nemo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, low T nation. Um, I see it. I mean, we're here all the time. We do stuff in your event space and obviously we're recording the podcast here, but, um, I mean, you guys do weight loss, you do health consulting. I mean, a little bit of everything we do. Yeah. We got started as just a men's health clinic. That was my calling. Um, there's a million, if you type in women's health clinic, and this was, you know, six years ago, mm-hmm. there's a million doctors, there's gynecologists are trained on how to take care of women's health mm-hmm. and their hormones. <clears throat> Urologists are, they're the men's health guys. They have no idea what they're doing with right. hormones, right? Like m- most doctors don't. And so I kind of saw that void and we jumped in that space and I felt a calling to do that. I was like, the women are covered. They have people like their men could get no care, mm-hmm. no good care. Mm-hmm. And so... We started up, and we were just drop shipping testosterone across the country. You know, we we use labs and do do our consults remotely, but so we made it convenient for the guys. And then all the guys' wives were like, "Do that to us now!" Right? And we were like we don't treat women, and they literally just like wouldn't stop until you we need did, to. You yeah. know, so then we got into women's health, and then you can't do women's health without a good weight loss program. Typically, you know, those go hand in hand. And then when we had women in here losing weight and feeling better and getting their hormones right, so then we started doing aesthetics, and now we do stem cells and all kinds of other stuff. I recently went to a biohacker conference out in Hollywood, and one of the doctors there was talking about hormones and how it affects so many things in your life, relationships, Mm -hmm. weight, I mean, everything. And a lot of people don't realize that a lot of men are very low in testosterone, right? It It has become such a chronic persistent thing so mm-hmm. now about 40 percent of guys over 35 years old have, have diagnosable low t right, right? um what's the, what's really scary people don't talk about this like if you follow like huberman or rogan like this will come up once in a while but mm-hmm. this is like an extinction event on the horizon so our hormone levels right now you know in 2023 the average 30 year olds hormones levels are half of what they were 50 years That's ago. That's what they told us at the conference. Yeah. yeah. So what is that? Like, so you have to have testosterone to make sperm. Right? right. It's part of the spermatogenesis cycle, right? Right. And you have to have endogenous, not just exogenous. You have to, have to be able to actually make it at the testicular level. 
if it continues like that, we're hosed. Yeah. We can't, re- we can't procreate. Mm-hmm. It's a real thing. Like global warming scary, right? right? It's a real thing. Right. This scares me more. <laughs> What's that? Debatable. <laughs> well, low testosterone scares me yeah, more. Than <laughs> the source is debatable, right? Yeah. Like, the source is debatable. We have right. the highest pollen count ever right. um, yesterday for this time of year. Oh, my yeah. daughter's sneezing like crazy, too. And oh, I'm just waiting for the freeze. Yeah. We have got I to know. have a freeze We're in that coming. fake spring. And I'm worried, uh, too, because, you know, I got friends in the wine business and all that. And I'm like, oh, God, mm. don't kill the grapes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we may have missed it this year. You know, so I we'll hope. See. I really, yeah. I really do, because that's everything's blooming now, and you get a good freeze now, and it's mm-hmm. all the all the crops. You know, all the 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 peach trees and the apple trees and stuff could all mm-hmm. back to testosterone. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it's very important <laughs> because <laughs> seriously, well, what? Why do you think? I can't remember what they said at the conference, but why is it that it's so much lower than before? There's no one knows, right? And I think it's a it's a it's an amalgamation of a bunch of different factors because every time they try to isolate one, it doesn't hold up in research, mm. right? But I think it's social because sure. little boys aren't allowed to go out and like just wrestle anymore. Mm-hmm. There's actually there are For kids sure. that are 18 years old that are graduating high school right now that never had recess. That's so that's sad. Real, that's real though. It's horrible. I mean, do you think video games and that too, where that's I just think all the, the absolutely the phones sitting on your ass and not it's, doing anything? Yeah, it's, it's pizza yeah. pocket. It's our food. It's you know a lot of the environmentals. Right. It may be. Um, and do you think even when it comes to relationships, like the chase, like you could just go on an app now and go find someone, and there's no like actual like back to our mm-hmm. natural way of being where you have Build to chase and find yeah. Right. A, oh, you're not allowed getting, to chase anymore. Well, I think I, I was gonna say I think getting in a relationship kills a lot of people. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure, it like, kills women's hormones yeah. too. But it's yeah, like it's high cortisol. We'll, it's the last time we'll see Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> so. But one of the other things too is like, um, <laughs> like manly men are nowhere near as desirable as they used to be. Right. Also, right? Like now yeah. it's kind of a skinny jeans, sensitive guy that cries a little bit. Like that's literally like what a lot of women prefer now. It's a real thing, you know? So there's <laughs> I a can't lot of, have this conversation <laughs> right now. I'd like to think I'm a decent manly man, right? And yeah. my wife likes that, but yeah. it's like when you're talking about people in their 20s, I know. Like it's not it's not the same as, as yeah. what women and men in their 40s see as attractive sure. and desirable, you know? So there's yeah. there's been social changes, but it could be the plastics. Mm-hmm. It could be a whole lot of things. I heard one guy, and I was like, I was like, this is crazy. Before 50 years ago, and even, like, it's been a, a trend up, um, underwear changed. Oh, yes. Like, sperm can't live at 98.6. That's uh-huh. why we have a satchel, right? Right. And um, underwear now keeps everything tied up, you know? To, so we went yeah. from boxers, like, loose stuff back in the day to boxers to then whitey tidies. But in the last, like, 10, 15 years, just the compression underwear. Yes. Right? So you're... Your testicles are basically, Always. you know, at normal body heat. So that could be part of it. You sure. Like, when he said that, I'm like, fantastic, you know, plausible. Sure. But so many things. Estrogens in the water and the plastics, like all yeah. the, you know, there's a, there's a million things it could be, but they can't isolate it. They did mention that at the conference is the estrogen in the water and the, like, mm-hmm. what's in the water streams now is all the hormones and runoff of all that. Yeah. Yeah. So That's nobody crazy. knows, but it's not... So then when you do better. the test, here's something they also um, reference. When they, when you do the test, they were saying, like, most places that do the test 
will say like, oh, your testosterone is normal, Mm -hmm. but they're looking at it at the normal of the norm of what Mm -hmm. it is now versus what it really should be, right? So how do you guys? So we, there's a saying that I I wish I could say I came up with this. Um, The guy's name is Dr. Rand McLean. Uh, He's one of the guys that was kind of a a mentor of mine when we were getting started. But he says, if your hormones are age appropriate, you're just dying at the expected rate. Right. Right. And the other thing too is when you're talking about lab work, young men, never get their testosterone levels checked. So the only way they determine what is normal, mm-hmm. right, is they have to average all of these people right. doing lab work. Well, if you're a young guy, right, in your 20s and 30s, and you get your ch- testosterone checked, it's because something's wrong. Right. Right? Right. Like, healthy guys don't go in there and go, I feel great. Well, what's my testosterone level look right. like? So you're averaging diminished scores. And mm-hmm. a lot of doctors don't even put testosterone on um a guy's panel unless he says oh, i feel terrible like wow. i'm exhausted whatever mm. so normal healthy guys aren't part of the equate the average equation right to determine what's average and seriously just a couple of years ago it's been like three years now lab core used to say hey average is roughly 300 to 1200 well right. then they dropped it to now it's right. like 256 to 1100 right and i'm like so well, lower testosterone is the norm it now is norm. which is not normal, healthy right and it's not it's not optimal right? right okay and that was one of the things like i i called when when i owned that internet marketing company one thing we would do is film video testimonials mm. of patients all the time so we flew out there it was very hands-on all of our setups were but guy after guy after guy was like i'm a better dad mm-hmm. i'm a better husband i lost the 50 pounds yeah. like i'm playing with my kids in the yard again mm-hmm. and one wife we couldn't even use her her testimonial because she was literally just like nodding her way through it <laughs> but she's like this clinic gave me back my husband Aww. and like she's crying i'm That's in there amazing. going oh my god what the hell? <laughs> i'm like i want to do this i swear to you you can ask my wife yeah. i called her that night mm. and i'm like i think i want to open up a testosterone clinic That's very cool. and my wife is so supportive she went, you don't know shit about testosterone. <laughs> right? I was like, I didn't know shit about internet marketing, but here we are. Yeah, you know, right, so right. You make it that work. was literally what lit the fire, you know, That's and here awesome. we are. But you change people's lives you tremendously. Do. And, you know, on the women's side, too, you know, yeah. change their hormones. You don't just change their hormones. You change the way couples look at each other. Mm-hmm. You change the interest that they have in each other, which yeah. also changes the way they look at themselves in the mirror. Sure. And when you change the way someone looks at themselves in the mirror, you change the whole world around them. Absolutely, right? so yeah. We're yeah. blessed to be able to do that. Man. That's amazing. That's so. cool. Very cool. So does this um, increase testosterone? What's oh, this we got no. here? It doesn't, but this is why I inject it. So. Yeah. Yo, are you so. a whistle pig guy? Oh, yeah. I'm an anything-in-a-bottle guy. Except for if it's a plastic bottle, I'm usually out. Yeah, fair. You know, pop off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Taka. (laughs) Now not to offend a couple people that will probably listen to this because they drink that. (laughs) Everybody drinks something. Is this Um, your favorite one? Is it your favorite? It's up there. Yeah. Yeah, Is this a 12-year? It is. It's the rye. It's the cask. Um, I'm going to taste this. I got you. This is finished in it's a it's a it says Canadian rye, but this ah. is the stuff's made in Vermont. Um, but it's uh it's finished in wine barrels. So Ooh. yeah, it's fantastic. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, the only whistle pig I ever had a problem with was piggyback. Stuff I was warned to. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff tasted delicious. But, oh, my God, I've never been so hungover with such a headache as oh, the next day. Yeah. Um, that's a six-year. Mm-hmm. And the 10, I've got some 10 at home, and it's real good. But Yeah. The Boss Hog tastes good until you get that bill. 
Ooh, is that is that port barrels or sherry barrels? What is that? I don't know. Doesn't say. It's good though. It smells like wine when you go to. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's delicious. So smooth. Yeah, for and that's rye. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of that rye burn. Mm Maybe that's the Very Canadian nice. rye. I'd hate to mess that up making a Manhattan or an old fashioned. I know. Out of it. You don't touch that. Yeah, no, yeah. you just drink it like it is. Mm. Should we put you a little splash of water in there? No, oh. I'm drinking it just like that. We're going to turn you into a whiskey drinker? I'm becoming yeah. a gangster. <laughs> you know, that's actually why I got introduced to my wife. This guy is a friend of mine. He kind of hit on my wife. <laughs> and he said, uh, Well, she's hot, so. She's, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> she's yeah. all right. I mean, she's you can't have couple. me over here talking about how hot his wife is. I oh, mean, right. you see the size of this guy? <laughs> I, I mean, I, They're a good looking couple. We'll just say that. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Um, but this guy was, uh, he literally, he met her and she's like, Nah, you know, um, she had a boyfriend at the time or whatever. But he called me, he goes, I met your next girl. He goes, She's a bourbon drinking. Like country girl from Rome, Georgia, and I'm like, that sounds oh. terrible. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I could, I pictured her like chewing terrible. tobacco, you know what I mean? Is like with a straw in her mouth, you know? Like, no, no, she's but, hilarious too. Yeah, by the way, yeah. I she, spent she, some time with her right. a few a few right. weeks ago at yeah. McCracken's, and she was cracking me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's funny. Oh, this and is delicious. Smart. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and it's like, I mean, it's a hundred dollar bottle, so that. One of the better $100 bottles you're going to find. Yeah, it's there's you so know. many new whiskeys coming out, and they're all like, you know, 100 bucks, mm. 150 bucks. Oh, limited edition. Yeah. And it, it's all marketing. It, it, it is. is. Real. Yeah. No, Whistle Pig is good. I cannot, what was the name of the, the guy that, um, he passed away here a few years ago that started Whistle Pig. David, um, God, I cannot think of his name. Mm. He, and they started out, and they still, most of their, most of their juice is bought from, other distillers and then they finish it themselves really yeah and um it's that they've just focused on aging and finishing and Mm -hmm. uh it's yeah man they got some great stuff the 10 the 10 year for 50 or 60 bucks a bottle is it is the farm stock is 40 bucks a bottle it's great you know but yeah you can't beat it very good so i want to get back into what he does because there's something else that they're doing right now that is all the rage, mm-hmm. all the anti-rage, all the outrage. <laughs> um, this uh, this diab- diabetic drug, this the, these shots that mm-hmm. people are using for weight loss. Semaglutide. Is that yeah. what it is, a diabetic drug? It's both. It's FDA approved as a diabetic drug under Ozempic. Okay. And the same exact compound is FDA approved for weight loss under mm. Wagovi. Yeah. But it falls in a very... Um, <clears throat> narrow line of drugs called GLP they're glucagon like peptide one okay. receptor agonist God I'm so glad he's saying this shit right. yeah, like there, there's a bunch of almost all of those are diabetic drugs okay what'd you call it what's the uh, what's the um the compound? brand name oh Wagovi W-E-G-O-Zympic no, oh, no. so I heard something yesterday in a news article of course now there's all this stuff about oh there there's a shortage of it now because people are using it for weight loss and diabetics can't find it but is that true they were talking about the um talking about the side effects of it and you know this is how bad it is when they're trying to come up with side effects right Mm. so they focus on ozempic face (laughs) calling it that's what they call it ozempic because the first place you lose weight is usually your in your jowls and your face is where you notice it first. Oh. Well, people are losing weight really fast 
So they're losing a lot of weight off their face, but in the media, as they're always spinning shit, of course, is is saying, "Oh yeah, it's making people look like old old people because they're losing so much weight. <laughs> it's drawing their face in. And it's called Ozempic face. They, they lose more fat than the they lose fat faster than their skin can tighten up. Oh, mm. and but is that because they're not administering it right? But yeah, we don't. Yes. Yes. We don't let our patients lose it that fast. I was thinking wreck that. their metabolism. They lose all their lean body mass. Like, right. We don't do that. That's, but, they're but, doing it in Yeah, but proper. this is the horse shit of... Of the media. Of, well, no, it's orchestrated. Yeah. Because there's... I just I just Googled Ozempic face, and it's the same damn article by a hundred different media outlets. Oh, of course. It's a, it's and they're all releases. repeating the same thing. It's almost like the... Uh, it's a press release. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just so a joke. So is there... So let's say someone needs to lose 10 or 15 pounds. Is this something you would recommend them do? Only if the, the problem is they can't control their cravings. Oh, you know what I mean? okay. So it does two things. It increases insulin production. Okay. That's the diabetic side of it. You know, okay. it brings your glucose down. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it really kills your cravings big okay. time. It actually also slows the motility of food out of your stomach into your intestines. And in, so basically food stays in your stomach longer. Okay. And as a secondary mechanism of appetite suppressant, that makes you not want to eat as well because sure. the food's not moving out as fast. Um, but, you know, for people that, that end up gaining weight because they've messed up their metabolisms because they never eat, we mm. reverse diet them. We go at them with a whole different concept. But, yeah, for people mm. that have craving is, craving issues, um, people like late-night bingers or mm. people that just like, you know, and look, hunger for some people, people want to talk shit about people who – get fat really sure. everybody's got an opinion about yeah. that person um what sucks is if you're a skinny person you do not understand the impulses to eat that a heavy person understands For sure. the reward centers in their brain light up under an mri scan yes. way harder than a fit healthy person yeah. so i tell people all the time when they have an opinion i'm like we also have another drug it's called ibutamorin but it mimics ghrelin which is a hunger hormone mm. i mean i took i take i've taken everything in my clinic for at least a month so i can talk about it mm. i took with this exception um it made me so hungry oh i couldn't think i couldn't focus and i'm very disciplined with my food i was like leaving bojangles going to hardy's <laughs> because i was so hungry and i so i was like that was my like oh my god i've been a absolute dick uh-huh. like in my head yeah because i'm like i've been judgmental of, of i'm like why don't you just be a little more disciplined right. you know, i would never say that i'm actually i have a big heart I'm, i'd like to think i'm very empathetic but i did have these buried judgments sure. that i would like tell myself to shut up on not anymore mm-hmm. when i see somebody that's a bigger person i'm like man that, I, yeah you I'm never sorry know yeah. sure um, once I felt those hunger pains for the first time in my life, I was like, I'm shutting up with my judgment. Yeah. Now. And not only that, probably their hormones are messed up and everything too. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. It's either, it's one extreme or the other. There's, yeah. they're never in between. They yeah. have terrible hormones or they have raging fast metabolism. They sure. just out eat it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. But this is, this is pure big pharma, man. Um, they have the bulk product, right? You know what a shortage causes? High demand. Of course. What high demand causes? More money. Type in GoodRx and Wagovi. W-E-G-O-V-Y. If this stuff was readily available, this number would be... How do you spell it again? It's W-E-G-O-V-Y. There we go. Um, The first month of this, which is one milligram of the drug, is $1,400. Wow. National average. Wow. Like, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. You know? And And they only take it once a month? No. No, that's oh, the gosh. first month. Holy shit. Yeah. 
prices. $1,399.94 with a free coupon. And that's for that's like, one dose? That's one month's worth of doses. One month My worth God. of doses. Yeah. So it's, and so obviously it's for the people that figure out a way to afford it. Well, that or some insurances pay for it, and that's yeah. where the money's at. Mm. Right? Holy. Like the, the manufacturer makes money when insurance is covered. Yeah. Right? But yeah. Um, if it's readily available, you can't charge that. So compounding right. pharmacies, which we use, they have truckloads of this stuff. Sure. Their problem, their shortage, is getting it out the door fast enough. Wow. You know what I mean? Seriously. Wow. And so this is just pure, you know, I see this all the time with other drugs too, you know. Um, all of a sudden things are short, things are short until mm-hmm. a patent is up. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, it's not short anymore, mm-hmm. really? Because you have to go generic now. Like now there's plenty of the same exact compound. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. And so. Wow. So how long is someone on it for on average? St- there's. Most of the studies are up to like six months, Okay, you know, but we, a good clinic is going to incorporate behavior modification and lifestyle yes. change and habit forming. Um, so when you're, you're four to five, we, like we give four to five months of the drug, right? Sure. But we're on them. Like, Hey, first yeah. month, we want you working on this one habit. Second month, let's stack one more habit. Third mm-hmm. month, we just stack one more habit. We only mm-hmm. have three very lightweight interventions is mm. all we do. But we're like, if you do this for four or five months, when you run out of the drug, you're going to be fine. Sure. First of all, they lost weight, so those those impulses aren't as strong. Right. That's a big deal. Right. But second of all, they have habits supporting long-term, you know, longevity. And with there's so much research that shows what people that lose weight and put it back on do versus mm-hmm. what people that lose weight and keep it off do. Mm-hmm. You know, so understanding those actions and understanding true habit forming yeah and behavior changes yeah we've Mm -hmm. put together a plan it's simple it's approachable um and most people are just i mean our problem with our patients is sometimes they lose it too fast Mm -hmm. yeah even with just the care that you're giving that's what i've noticed you know keto is still pretty a pretty big deal but every single person i know that's done keto as soon as they stop yeah. They put it all back yeah. on again. The single one attribute to diets that fail at some point is the amount of restriction or complexity mm. involved, right? Mm-hmm. Like Whole30. You know what Whole30 yeah. is? Oh, I've yeah. done the Whole30 before. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. It actually makes you want to eat more when you're off, right? Because mm. it'll, it'll like, you're starving. You mm-hmm. want to, you're like, I haven't been able to eat anything sweet for a month. Like, I'm about to eat everything, yeah. you know? And like the... Hard seventy or seventy five hard seventy five hard uh. whatever I'm like that sounds terrible. I'm I know. Like, so we we I love this statement. We say this to all of our weight loss patients. We look them in the eye and we say we will never ask you to do anything for one day that we won't ask you to do for the rest of your life. Like right. the three habits that we ask them to stack, we're yeah. like we want you doing this when you're eighty. That's good. Right, and it changes your life. So it's got to be easy if it's going to be sustainable. Yes. That's a big you know? thing I talk about, too, with my clients is the 75 hard and things like that. When you, like, aren't working out at all and then you just, oh, I'm going to work out twice a day. One's outside, 45 minutes each. I'm like, you don't even work out for 10 minutes. What, what? makes you think you're going to work out? What? It's 80%. It's 80% intake. I mean, it, it, exercising is a must, I mean, for yeah. your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it helps a little bit with your burning calories. But the reality is, is that... You can go out and walk as fast as you can walk for 50 minutes to an hour, and you're only going to burn 400 calories. Maybe. I mean, that's yeah, a donut. What, I know, but if you do it every day, like the, that's the, the, the single yep. greatest health marker that you can see um, or the single greatest activity that, that, that turns into health 
is walking. Like people that mm-hmm. sustainably walk 10,000 steps have such a reduced risk of cardiovascular health. But it's in, but again, you're, you're all right because it's 80%. It's 100% energy balance. And it's easy mm-hmm. to affect energy balance if you're focusing on intake. You can also focus on hormones and you can also focus on activity levels, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing too is it's mindset over everything. People that walk 10,000 steps a day, they're not, they're not eating garbage food. Right. You know what I mean? It's a whole mindset thing. And that's why we our first behavior change that we ask people to do, we say, all I want you to do is once a week, again, it's got to be easy to be sustainable, right? So we start with that. That's our paramount foundational principle. It's got to be easy. So we're like, on Sundays, I want you to meal prep your first and second meal for the rest of the week. And now... All I've asked them to do is take an hour, maybe 90 minutes if they're terrible in the kitchen. Right? Mm-hmm. There's ways to meal prep those meals in 15 minutes. If sure. you get rotisserie chicken and you get rice from the Chinese restaurant for mm-hmm. like a dollar for a whole thing. <laughs> right. And some like pre-cut veggies that you just microwave in a bag, you're ready to go. Yeah. You know? So, but we tell them, do eat food you like, you know, make it, make it delicious and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. But it's not just the fact that they get all this time back. They get all that money back. Their life is so much less stressful and complicated. It's not just that they're cutting calories, right, by mm-hmm. having prepared meals. It's this. Because if you don't change the way somebody believes something, you can only change what they do for a short amount of time. Sure. Right? They're gonna. If you don't change who you are you're, and you're doing something different, you're always going to orbit back to what you did before. Definitely. So we want them for the for one month, every time they open their fridge, they see all these, and we also want to have protein shakes that are ready to go. Mm-hmm. For, for a whole month, for the first time in most of their lives, they open it up and there's all this healthy food, right? Meal prepped containers, they got boiled eggs, they got protein shakes, they got whatever they have, and that starts to change them, right? Because mm-hmm. the first couple of days is total imposter syndrome. You feel like it's someone else's fridge, sure. right? But once you've done that a couple mm-hmm. months, you're like, yeah, I, I'm, I do this now. And mm-hmm. there, that's... The first little catalyst to change, right? Absolutely. And the boom. little atomic habit. Yeah. Well, so he said the boiled eggs, right? I, I eat a metric ton of boiled mm. eggs. I love them. But I'm lazy, too. I go buy the ones that are already made. Really? They cost the same as raw eggs from Kroger. Yeah, but are they pasteurized? Who cares? They're eggs. Mm-mm. Oh, they, I'm telling you, it is so, it's so easy. You don't think hormones bag. in the food affect us? Mm-hmm. Really? That's, that's more of a. My dad's in the livestock industry. Yeah. It's grossly, yeah. Um, overinflated. They're they're not mm. injecting our animals with hormones unless they're sick, right? Right. Like they, you can get antibiotics, but they're yeah. not injecting yeah. animals with hormones. What about chickens that are just all cooped up together, and then it's like, because you know, when there's a pasture raised egg. Oh no! I, when I'm cooking eggs, you're a million. Percent I right. love farm fresh eggs. I love right. them. Oh, but yeah. the reality is, is when I can walk in for a buck and a half, two bucks, mm. and buy a half a dozen. Hardboiled, ready to go, and I eat a ton of them. But you know how expensive eggs had gotten through this. I was hole. already paying that much for well, my but eggs. The avi- it didn't the, affect the me. The avian flu and all that happened, and I, I got a bag of half a dozen hard-boiled eggs a yeah. couple of weeks ago, and I opened it up, and there was only five in there. And <gasps> I'm like losing oh, my you're shit. ripping <laughs> me off! What do you think these yeah. things grow on trees? I know, right? <laughs> um, they I, just taste so different yeah. to me. I've been eating pasture raised for a while now, and yeah. I, when I eat a normal egg, I'm like, this does Visual not taste too. the same. Oh, yes. orange yolk. The colors. Oh yeah. We had to run out like super early the other day. We had friends over. And I'm like, I'm gonna make breakfast. Um, grocery store is a long way away. Walgreens was right there, oh. and I haven't eaten a yellow oak 
right. yolk in like a year. It's like right? bright yellow. I forgot how bright yellow they were. I'm like, uh-huh. what the hell? I'm like, oh yeah, these are Walgreens eggs. Yeah. You know, the ones we get, we get the happy eggs or we get some It's obviously just because of what that chicken was fed, 100%. right? Well, yeah. I mean, and the stress no, level and the exercise right. and everything else. Yeah. But no, like, I don't buy eggs that. Eggs are one thing I'm yeah. like, I'm getting. Yeah. My dad the has these expensive. eggs or these chickens on his farm and they literally just run around in like, the pig shit and then the horse yeah. shit. They, they just eat bugs yeah. right? like right. lizards you see them chasing it's so funny to see these hens chasing lizards mm-hmm. out in central florida so there's a million of those lizards. yeah their yolks are almost red yes you know my partner has chickens in hawaii on her on her yeah. mm-hmm. place and they just are all over the place a, yeah a very good mutual friend of ours has just gotten into chicken farming have you seen weeks he's like all in man he's got like a you built like a, a Taj Mahal. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Those chickens are living right. They don't are actually they? have bright red yolks. I think he massages them at night. <laughs> like, I was like, Those chickens got it made. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, but that's our, that's what getting back to the habits thing. Right. Um, we just say, like, we work on changing their belief system around health and wellness and fitness because mm-hmm. they've never learned it. And you hit it on the head. Everybody, oh, it's January 1st. I'm changing 12 things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. Good you luck. Know, we'll see you next year when you put on <laughs> another 15 pounds. Yeah. You know? And so we just, you know, three easy habits. You know, one, we would start meal prepping. It's so easy. You save so much time and money. It eliminates so much stress out of your life. Right. Right. You don't binge because yep. you always have food ready to go. Yep. It fixes so many things. But what I love about it is the visual of just seeing it and in the next month all we ask them to do is start walking get at least eight thousand calories or excuse me eight thousand steps five times a week nice that's it that's it and the third and we're like but these are stacked habits right you never stop one Mm -hmm. and in the third month all we say is eat one uh, gram of protein per pound of ideal body weight so if it's Mm -hmm. a woman that let's say she weighs 250 she said i think 150 is perfect for me we're like all right you need to start Consistent. Now she has two months of healthy habit stacking. The protein's hard. Mm. I was just going to say, I'm I'm trying to do 140 to 150 grams a day, and it gets difficult. It does. It's got to be intentional. I do it easy. I do two shakes a day. The moment I get up, I start drinking a shake, and I have another one about roughly nine or ten. I'm already at 80, 80 plus, right? So I can get I get 200 a day, but it's got to be intentional, you know. Mm -hmm. But we don't. That's why we don't want that habit first. It's right. the harder of the three habits. Sure. But if you're meal prepping every week, you're walking eight thousand steps five times a week, and you're eating that much protein, you cannot Not keep gaining weight. Right. Like you're going to lose the weight, but you're also doing healthy things. You know. Right. And we tell people when you walk, like put on a, a book, right? Mm-hmm. Like listen to something that motivates you or inspires you or entertains you or something. But right. you're knocking out two two birds with one stone. Yeah. Learn something. I mean, it's, it's going to be five hours health. a week that you got to commit to this. You know. Mm-hmm. You've so, done it in the last year. You've gotten addicted to hot works. And yeah, but well, yeah. But I mean, I just I can't. I, I'm finding it hard to not walk three miles a day, and it's because I enjoy putting in the earbuds mm-hmm. and listening to yeah. a podcast, and it's just. Yeah. It's me time, right? I mean, even your sleep, everything gets affected when you're yeah. when you're working out. The mm-hmm. I haven't worked out the past week and a half, and my sleep has been bad. Emotions have been all up and down mm-hmm. like a crazy person. I'm like, okay, I got to get back yeah, to the I'm gym today. What I'm finding is when my little uh, lullaby alarm goes off on my iPhone at, yeah. at 10 o'clock at night, I'm already in bed. Nice. So my wife laughs because sometimes that thing wakes you up. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. That's funny. See, those are good habits. And, you know, we could even turn this more – to the business side of things too, because even just like in your personal life, those small little habits that 
keep your business going yeah. and, and successful. And I kind of did want to talk to Brandon a little bit about yeah. that because we got a few minutes yet. growth, yeah. Um, he's been a master at the digital marketing thing. And I know you did that before, and but you've been a master at that. But the little things, you were telling me a story um, a few weeks ago about uh, a video you did. And mm-hmm. somebody kind of tried to used it to diss you and then at the same time it blew up what on tiktok or something mm-hmm. really <laughs> it worked out in my favor nice um, we got 1.8 million views in like two weeks nice we got 400 leads in the clinic in two weeks whoa <laughs> couldn't do anything you know they blew the doors off of us so that's what happened? amazing it was just a, a controversial topic that most of the the community out there and most doctors and most practitioners are very I mean, it's a it's a nuanced situation. We're very very good at understanding it and explaining it, but mm. a ton of people that didn't quite understand what they were talking about, they're like, "No, that's wrong," mm. and I'm like, "It's not wrong." And then I would go <laughs> deep in explaining it. So two things happened: a million people were like, "Oh my god, that's the best answer I've ever heard," but also a million people were like, "No, you're still full of shit." I'm like, "I literally mm. just showed you the science on it," but they're so entrenched that this was the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, TikTok is a it's a battleground, man. Like yeah. Instagram is easy. People on Facebook are kind of nasty. People on Instagram can be kind of nasty. Man, TikTok is just like there's just extra assholes on TikTok. Are they? I don't know what it you is. You think it's the younger crowd? Maybe it's it's, more, just, it's definitely a more volatile group. I mean, we get our biggest like you know wars. That's a strong word. Uh, yeah. But you know, we get in these like you know these these contests on there, and um, some people are just unwilling to relent, no matter what you show them wow. this one guy was like show me one article the estrogen does this and this and this and like we've done so much research on him i sent him one post like one paste right out of right. one of my notes um that had like 50 articles <laughs> he's like oh you expect me to read all 50 of those i'm like pick <laughs> one you asked for one know-it-alls that don't want to like, learn this, i just go block like, exactly you know, if they have a big audience i'll go back and forth with them sure. if they're decent right because right. you know not if it, they get it, nasty it works with all of us no and yeah. also if, if you don't have an audience i'm not going back and forth right 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 i don't right. have that kind of time <laughs> right you know but <laughs> yeah it's the the social media has been our best friend mm-hmm. you know it can be yeah it could be used for so many great things and for some bad things it, but it, yeah but it just that's takes up to you straight up consistency you yeah just have to keep doing it yep eventually it's, it's true you plant enough seeds like I'm I am old and on Facebook and that's where I get all my leads organically and paid ads. ads You could yeah, Yeah. I get leads every day. Okay, don't do that. Um I get I was on I was on the treadmill at the gym the other day and You saw saw, my saw your ad pop up on a screen at Uh the gym. I, I did like you guys did, and I sponsored. Oh, Crunch. yeah, I saw yours, too. I think mm-hmm. I sent you guys a picture. And he sent it. me yeah. a picture of the treadmill. I was like, great job. And then he's uh, like, no, stupid, look at the screen. <laughs> yeah, there's only like 600 steps. You're like, well, you're not going anywhere yet. What's up? And so, uh, oh, man. But you said it. Everything comes back down to consistency in your personal life, in your business life, and all the things you do. But I'm uh-huh. very consistent on Facebook, and that's why I get organic leads also yeah. from there. So. I don't really plan to go on TikTok, but maybe one of my partners will. I told my Hawaii partner to do that. Yeah, you can't not. Not a friend, of, oh. not a fan of TikTok. Mm-mm. And so the uh, it's just there's there's just too much activity right now. There's legislation being pushed right now to ban TikTok. So it really, may be gone. yeah. Oh, the Chinese app. The wow. The, you know the conspiracy theorists like oh, I, t- I had to talk with somebody about this this morning. 
oh, the, the, the TikTok apps, China's listening to us. <laughs> and I'm like, you can go in your house, you can go, hey, Siri, right? Mm-hmm. You go, I don't Alexa. You can go, hey, uh, hi, Bixby. Like, yeah. everything's listening to you. Everything this is no is. different. And yeah. in fact, all the American gadgets that are listening to you, they can actually do stuff with your data. Like China can't. What are they right. Do, right? right? Send you another ad for something. Well, like, I, I did yeah. see where they're like, no, no TikTok on government phones and and all that. And I'm like, well, why the hell did you have TikTok on a government phone anyway? Right. And also, I don't want Alexa or anybody. Like, it's a government phone. They need to be on like the razors from back. In the yeah, day. yeah, or like I mean? landlines. <laughs> <laughs> Rotary phone. It's crazy. The jitterbug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. Well, um. Wait, one last thing I yeah. wanted to mention about upstairs, another part of his business really quick. Oh, brick and board. Yeah. 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 Great venue. Yes. It is. This They've been bringing the funny to the square a couple of couple, mm-hmm. uh, Fridays a month. Yeah. 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 Comedy.squared is their Instagram, and that dude is killing it, man. That's Those shows awesome. are so funny. He's I packing the house out now. Oh, Mello? Oh, man. I, I'm probably going to have Mello on here s- I sooner go. or later. Mm-hmm. I, wanna, I, I think I want to have him on the podcast sooner or fun, later. Fun, fun, yeah. yeah. He's got other stuff going on. I think he's doing one in Ackworth on, like, Thursday nights and that. He's a funny guy. Oh. He's also our friendly neighborhood barista. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that who that yeah, is? Oh, cool at Cool Beans. Beans. Yep. Oh, yep. very cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd love he's to a riot, but, you know, him. he wants to be a comedian, which, you know, he's great at it. He's Many times he's the funniest guy up there, but yeah. like, he has a calling to like start running and producing shows. Oh, cool! You know? And he's yeah. good at networking. Oh, he he's does. good at putting people together. I mean, this last show, like, I was sore the next day. My stomach hurt. Really? Dying. Yeah. Oh man! Do you go to almost all of them? Um, when you're in town? Yeah. That's cool. We'll drop in for like an hour or something yeah. like that, and then end up out back. You know? Yeah. So. We have had everything up there. But yes, yeah, so I wanted to just say thank you for letting us use it up there because we get to use it on Wednesdays for our networking meeting. Yeah, and we'll, well, do, a, our little we're do another um, another whiskey after work tasting up yeah. there sooner than later. We do whiskey mm-hmm. after work. We do, you guys helped sponsor a wine tasting for my nonprofit. So, I mean, we, I've seen rehearsal dinners, wedding receptions, you name it. Yeah. I actually became an ordained minister. Stop. S- Doug does I did that. A we- I did a wedding. I saw your uh, picture from Friday this night. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, hilarious. So uh, who'd you get well, ordained by? Um, <laughs> new something church. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't a fellow uh, Dudas priest. No, it's like, um, I don't even know the name of it. It's like it's $30 application fee. And they send you a, a packet and I have a card. I have like a a, um, a a hanger in my car that says clergy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. As he um, rolls up to the hospital. Yeah, but in, I know, right? But in Georgia, I mean, it's 100% legit. Yeah. Anyone know? could do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, amazing. when... Um, and then how much do you charge? I like, don't charge anything. I just marry my friends. That's nice. I've done it a couple yeah. of times. Like I, I have no interest in marrying people I don't know. Oh, okay. I, yeah, zero you don't, I'm undefeated, and you don't stay undefeated by just letting anybody have a wedding. That's what right. do you mean? Yeah. That's right. I'm, not, I'm nine in, and nobody's gotten divorced yet. Oh, that's good. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, my only request is that you got to let me write the vows. What? Well, and you know them. You usually yeah. know the couple. Well, one, I was an absolute smart I was, it was just joke after joke after joke and i was like i'm just swinging for the fences and um i sent it to them and immediately the phone rang and it was her yeah and i'm like she's about to cuss me out she was bawling 
crying. She's like, I love it. I was like, yes. And <laughs> the other awesome. one, I was kind of a smart ass, like here and there. And I sent it to that couple and they were like, nope, that's terrible. <laughs> they couldn't <laughs> let me do it. They wrote their own, but I tried. Oh, that sounds that's fun. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, good deal. Well, look, I'm really uh, excited that we finally got you on here. Yeah, this was great. I appreciate it's it. It's been fun. Yeah. It'll be fun Learned watching this podcast grow man I, i'm looking forward to that yeah I, yeah I hope i really do i think it's different a little bit different mm-hmm. um we're gonna have some good guests on here i would imagine as melissa travels all over god knows where if we have a day that we need to record and i don't have a, another uh, co-host i'm gonna yeah. have yeah, you slide in and yeah. co-host it and I want to get some more people on here i wouldn't mind getting jason weeks on here of course he doesn't drink anymore so uh yeah you know, it would make for an enter- entertaining interview. He's anyway. always entertaining. Yes, a hundred percent of the time. That'd yeah. be fun. Yeah. He's got great stories. That he does. How many of them involve you? Z- my answer to that is always zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm I just going with a zero. Not true. Yeah. That's the rugby player, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yep. And a marine, which always adds to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's a black belt in jujitsu, and um, like he's. He knows how to have fun too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, but he's his stories, man. Uh, he's lived a very rich life. That he has you know, for sure. Sounds like he might need to be our next guest. I don't know if I can get him on the next one, but we're going to get him on. Pretty one. soon. I'll talk to him. He'll do it. Okay. He'll do it. All right. No alcohol though. He quit drinking. Several well, he years doesn't ago. have to drink no, the alcohol. I'll bring it. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. He'll, you can drink around him. He's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, look. Um, yeah, I think we're we're done for today, and. Uh, just want to say thanks for uh, listening to the Whiskey After Work podcast. If you have any input, questions, um, want to let me know that you're following the program because we are going to give a bottle of uh, Heaven's Door away. Um, we can we can be reached at whiskeyafterworkpodcast at gmail.com. If you know of somebody that might be a good guest or uh, you have, have some really good stories or something you want us to get on the uh, show, send us an email. Yeah. Lo- love to hear from whoever it is that's listening to us. I think we're 20 followers the last I looked. I Woo-hoo. think I think we had 60, 60 listens in our first week that we had a podcast nice. up. So it wasn't that's horrible. We're going to get there. And once this guy that has I almost know, 2, million, two million views of a video <laughs> shares it, maybe we'll have a bunch more listeners. Yeah. You know, every business has that dollar up front, you know, their first dollar uh-huh. they made. That's yeah, just your first dollar on the wall. That's right. So. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm, fun. It's fun. That's the best part about yeah. it. I'm having fun, and it's not. I mean, I'm not saying it's not work because it is work, but uh, yeah, it's you it's, know the cliche. It's not work. It's yeah, if you enjoy it, it. That's, that's right. right. So, so, well, good deal. Yes. Uh, we will see everybody on the next episode in two weeks. And uh, thanks again, Brandon, for letting us use the place. And uh, thanks for being on the show. And thanks for bringing this really, really good yeah. rye whiskey. My pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. I thought you were looking at me and was like, thanks for bringing her. Thanks, guys. (laughs)